Welcome to our Forever Young Podcast, where we chat about ways to keep our bodies and minds young, because you're never too old to become younger. My name is Christiana Eggy. And my name is Sherry Marie Chu. Hi, Christiana. At long last, our friend Swati is back to join us for another podcast episode. Hello, Swati. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me on again. We're so excited you're back, Swati. Some of our listeners and friends may remember you from our episode on yoga. It's full of interesting tidbits on how yoga can help you feel good and, of course, help you stay forever young. So if you haven't listened in yet on that episode, please take the time. That's right, Sherry. Now Swati is here to join us for a special episode on meditation. And I can definitely use some help in that area. I know, me too. I mean, I have actually tried meditation in the past and I can definitely work in a few minutes of meditation into my yoga practice at the beginning or at the end, but I don't think I could get past like three to five minutes. So um, I would love to learn so much more. Yeah, and it's so great that there's so much you know, more information out there about meditation and that every, you know, a lot of people are seeking it and, and, and trying to reap its benefits. It's awesome. And I want to say here that I too benefit from meditation and I am not a meditation expert. I try my best as well to find the time to meditate and it may look different for everyone. Okay, Swati, let us start with the basics then. Kindly explain to us and our listeners what meditation really is, please. Sure. So if we go back to its origins, um, the actual yogis like centuries ago, they were doing what we call yoga today or asana, which is the movement part. And they were moving so that they could find comfort in meditation. So they were doing movements to prepare for meditation their end goal was meditation and they felt that they needed to move the body in a, in order to sit uh for a long meditation but this was for like hours on end or full days um it was it was all in order to move for meditation so we hear a lot about mindfulness these days um so what i've learned and i'm bringing this forward from teachers that I've learned from, like Susanna Barkataki of Ignite Yoga, is that um, mindfulness is being aware of or bringing attention to the here and now. So focusing on the here and now without ex- explanation or judgment. So meditation could describe the way a way to become mindful. Um, mindfulness of the breath or of walking, eating, sitting, talking, of sound, of body and sensation, of emotions or imagery, taste, movement. All of these things can be types of meditation. So meditation is a way to bring mindfulness into our everyday lives. And we don't need anything for it. We don't need like a special studio or a mat or special clothing (laughs) to meditate. I think that's so interesting, like especially like where yoga 
or meditation comes from and the whole that um, they would do yoga to move their bodies in order to get to a point where they would remain still and not move and really meditate. I just yeah. think, oh, like, I don't know. I, I want to say, I don't think I could do it, but that is not the right way to do, to say things. And it's, you know, it's everything comes from your mind. Your mind is always listening guys. So I want to say that maybe one day I can get to that point where, you know, I can move and then sit and meditate for like an hour. I think that would be an incredible goal to get mm. to one day. But um, as we talked about doing this meditation episode, I, you know, did my research and I found that there are actually like nine types of meditation, mm -hmm. like Christiana, nine mm -hmm. types. Can you believe that? Mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to share all nine types with you, but I wanted to share some because I thought it was really interesting to me that I may actually practice some forms of meditation without even knowing it. Um, and the first one is like mindfulness meditation, where you sort of just pay attention to the thoughts that come across your mind. And then like, you just don't pass judgment on them. You let them come and go. Um, and you just simply observe them and see if there are any patterns. And um, I remember when I actually took a meditation course with my brother many, many years ago, um, they, when we talked about this type of meditation, they told us to think of our thoughts that passed as bubbles. And so you would like have a, a thought bubble and then you would just let it pop and then let it move on. And I thought that was really an interesting way. That's to very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I think that you can really apply that to things that happen in life or if you're um, if you're going through something stressful and you have like recurring thoughts, like if you could just let those thoughts leave by just popping, right? Just let them. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And I was telling you yeah. recently how uh, one of our friends, Noah, who was on, on the podcast with us recently said those type of thoughts, you can also write them down and then just mm. read them up and toss them away. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really, I write things mm -hmm. down when I'm upset, but I keep them. I store them. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually stopped writing so much recently because I found something that happened like two decades ago and it reminded me of something that happened. I'm like, hmm, this is not a good thing, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, if it's a if it was a happy thing that you were rereading and excited about, I think that's awesome. But to be reminded of sad things or hard things, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to be. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to keep letting those thoughts pop. Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> Another type of meditation I found was spiritual meditation. Um, and I found that this, the whole idea of spiritual meditation was very close to prayer. Um, and so like, you're really just taking the time to sit in silence and seek a, a deeper connection with your God or universe. And I read that sometimes people use also essential oils to heighten their spiritual experience, which I thought was interesting, you know, spirit using oils, to help heighten it. But then I thought in church, they do use incense, 
So, mm-hmm. I mean, that could be, you know, a very similar thing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And in temple too, right. There would be incense, yeah. right. Yeah. And then, um, another one that, um, I learned about was movement meditation. And so a lot of people think of yoga, um, when you think about movement meditation or even, um, Qigong or, but there's also Mm -hmm. like walking through the woods and gardening. Like Mm -hmm. I often find this is going to sound really stupid. Um, I find that weeding is really meditative for me because it's like sort of like Christiana is laughing at me because she is so not a gardener. (laughs) <laughs> I can see that you're taking your vengeance out on those weeds, so you are, you know, concentrating so hard. <laughs> sort of like you're doing something and you're not really thinking about it, and it's I don't know, it's so there's sort of therapy in it for me. I really enjoy mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's it's relaxing. Gardening <laughs> generally is very relaxing, and then you know, getting those weeds out of your garden so your plants can bloom. It will be very mm-hmm. relaxing. You know? Right. <laughs> okay. So, Christiana, you're not gardening and meditating, but maybe you're participating in a walking meditation. Well, it depends because now that I've come to understand meditation more, it has become less tedious and more attainable. <laughs> I used to think that it, meditating meant like, you know, chanting and stuff like that. But the main purpose of meditation, as I've come to understand, is to quiet your mind for the purpose of relaxation. And this practice can range from personal reasons to religious or spiritual reasons. In our hectic lifestyles these days, who doesn't need a way to manage stress? So mm. I think mindfulness definitely has become very commonplace in our culture today. And this is something that I've, I think myself and a lot of people practice without even being aware of it. And the other thing that I'm finding quite interesting also is the similarity between prayer and meditation. And uh, so my answer to you, Sherry, is that if it's close to prayers, yes, I do garden, walk and, you know, walk and cook and meditate. Because <laughs> it's like I find cooking very relaxing. And um, when I do cook, I do, you know, ask for assistance. I ask God to make everything that I'm cooking palatable. So, you know, I meditate. <laughs> you know how you cook and it does not always come out right every time. Yeah, for sure, because I'm not really a cook. So I completely understand what you're talking about. So when I do pray, I find that it it works out very well. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, and I think too, like, I I have to say that I have been a recipient of Christiana's cooking. And (laughs) if you are meditating or praying while you are cooking for me, it's turning out great. So just keep doing that. (laughs) (laughs) So um, another type of meditation I found was also something that I know we definitely do in our yoga practice, and that's um, progressive relaxation. So it's like um, a body scan where sometimes what you do is you tighten different body parts and then relax them one um, body 
part at a time. And we've done this before in yoga classes that I've been in. And it's really, really awesome. Like if you really listen and try and tighten and loosen these body parts at the end of a, of a class or any time, it just, it feels amazing. It leaves your whole body feeling really relaxed. Mm. That's interesting. Another type of meditation that I find very interesting is the loving kindness meditation, meta meditation. It's quite similar to praying again. And in this type of meditation, you're sitting in a very comfortable position. You're taking in deep breath and, you know, just mouthing or saying words like, uh, may I be happy, may I be healthy, may I be peaceful, you know, it's sort of like you're praying. And then Mm -hmm. after doing this for a little while, you turn these wishes towards someone, it could be a picture, or just um, thoughts of loved ones and friends. And, you know, you say the same type of words, or even wish them other type of things. So, um, this actually sort of pricked my interest and got me to take a deeper look at the difference between meditation and prayer. And what I found is that for Christians, praying is like, um, it's you, you know, offering God or, or making your requests of God, you know, asking him for what you need, just like you would a friend. But meditation, on the other hand, is you actually seeking God seeking him out Mm. in the Bible or, you know, religious literature and listening to him to speak to you through those words or even maybe listening to audios and stuff like that. So that's the difference. As much as they they are similar, they are different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I find that really interesting too, because I would have thought as meditation and prayer being very similar or almost the same thing, almost like just different words, but I see, I see what you're saying. Like, that's so interesting that meditation would be seeking and prayer is requesting specific. Mm. Uh, I would tend to ask a lot, don't we? (laughs) 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 So Swati, can we ask like what type of meditation you practice? Yeah, I think it, it would it really depends on, you know, what I'm seeking that day or what I need that day. There's meditation and so much that we do um, just by bringing awareness. Like you you mentioned, all these different types of meditations that you mentioned was really just bringing awareness and being present in that moment. So it really is all around us in our everyday lives. So I find meditation in a few ways and this is just what I currently need in my life today. Um, you know, so in the morning or at night before I sleep, I take a few minutes to sit in silence. I close my eyes and just tune in to notice, you know, how I'm feeling my body and my mind. I might also take a few minutes to journal or, you know, just dot, jot down any thoughts that come my way or to note what I'm grateful for that day. I like to do that in the morning too. Um, and I also find that I can be in the present moment and really feel in like tune in with myself in the world when I'm in nature or walking in nature, like you said, like walking, um, is, is like a meditation. So I used to put pressure on myself to sit for a certain amount of time or to, you know, push my thoughts away. And I, 
I don't do that anymore. Um, I don't think it has to be that way. I think that each person, you know, has their own way or could find their own way of what they need and, and their own way of meditating. Like for me, I teach yoga, I work, I have a busy family life. So sometimes I just want to sit and listen to a guided meditation that I can find on an app where, and there's so many apps out there as well, or just listen to music and be still, um, you know, so I, I think it would just depend on the person and what they need. Okay, so now maybe it would be a great time for Swati to share some ways we can try meditation. I know like some people have tried different things and Christiana has tried things and I know that I've tried different things as well, but let's mm-hmm. let's share some ways that our listeners can try meditation as well. Sure. Um, so I teach yoga as you as we've mentioned and yes, meditation can be practiced during yoga. Um, but also any time of day. And also, as you mentioned, Christiane, like the um, meditating versus prayer, you know, for some people that goes hand in hand there, they pray and then they meditate. And sometimes that, you know, they do both of those things. So, um, you know, it could be, you know, so many things, but I'll list a few. I don't think you have to know how to meditate to meditate. Um, so for example, sitting in nature, going for a walk, doing dishes and just being present in that present in that moment while you're doing dishes. Um, maybe the next time you go for a walk and you have your phone, put your phone away and just, you know, observe the trees and the sky. Um, you know, there's so many schools of thought and some believe that you should, like you said, watch your thoughts float away. Some meditate by focusing on one mantra or player, uh, sorry, not player, prayer (laughs) or a flame. Um, You know, some people focus on like a flame of a candle or something. Um, I would say just start somewhere, try something, whatever, you know, kind of interests you or guides you and if it's not for you try something else I think what's more important is finding ways to bring awareness to the present moment and that doesn't mean that you have to try and sit for meditation and you don't have to feel good right away Um, you know it could you could just observe like how does this make me feel yeah and just go from there you know and I think too for many meditation can be really peaceful, but I just Mm -hmm. think, you know, sometimes if you're going through something tough, um, sitting and being quiet and, and being present can be upsetting. Yeah. Right. And I think that's such a good point. I think that's such a good point to make because, um, you know, it's very common to feel discomfort in our thoughts or to sit in silence. So we, we try to fill our silence with noise or, or, you know, put the TV on or put music on to avoid that. Um, and if I'm being fully present with everything in this moment, that includes my discomfort. That includes, you know, what challenges I'm facing or my sadness. Um, so, you know, we, it could trigger people and I completely understand that. Um, 
And we could just sit in it and let it be and observe like, okay, yes, I'm feeling sad today, you know, and what does that look like? Or how does that feel in my body? Because sometimes if we just name it, it, it helps to, to not make it, um, it, it maybe takes away from it being a challenge and, and just becoming something you observe. Yeah. Can you also use that time to change the channel and refocus your mind on happier times, like, you know, Mm -hmm. instead Mm -hmm. of, you know, and sort of allow that feeling of sadness to just uh, dissipate from you because um, you want to, I think the goal of meditation is actually to, to relax and to find a happy space, you know? So if you feel Bad, and then you can turn that. I mean, it's hard to do, but you definitely can change channels. When the sad feeling comes, you keep changing it because the mind eventually has to listen to you, right? Oh, yeah. You outlasting that power because the mind is really powerful. But if you outlast that feeling by constantly, it's, it takes practice. I think yeah. then, then you, you could start benefiting from that. Mm-hmm. And I think too, like, just maybe kind of changing the way we think about our emotions, just like happiness, sadness is a fleeting emotion. We're we're not going to be happy all the time. That's just not natural. That's not, you know, possible (laughs) as humans. And that's okay. Like it's okay to feel sad. That'll pass too. And it's okay to feel happy, but that will pass too. You know, we can, we can feel all of these emotions. Yeah, I really like that because the whole being present thing is just that, like, this is what it's like for me in this present moment, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that it's going to be like that in an hour or in three days from now, right? So whatever you're feeling in that moment, don't be afraid of it, Mm -hmm. I think. Is is one of those things that, that we can talk about that don't be afraid of how you feel um, and don't let it hinder you from trying meditation again, another time, because I, I, yeah. I don't want people to think, oh, it's going to get really heavy. And it, that's not what it's about. Right. It's mm-hmm. so maybe, yeah. How do we help ourselves lift ourselves out of those times when we, we find ourselves being like really down and, and upset or angry in that moment of meditation? Hmm. So um, I think one way that we, which we've already talked about is journaling. That's one great tool because if you, you're scared of sitting in that silence, um, maybe just take it all out and, and let yeah. just putting your pen to paper and allowing your pen to just, just write whatever comes to your mind. That can be helpful. Um Another way, I mean, okay, we can try something. Um, there's, I can give you, so, you know, a sort of quick meditation that um, you can do it and still feel safe. Okay. You ready? Ready yes. to try? Let's do okay. it. Christiana, are you in? Let's go. <laughs> okay, let's try okay. it. Sit in a comfortable position, either seated or on the ground or a chair. Relax your hands 
close your eyes, soften your eyelids, relax the space between your eyebrows. And start by noticing your breath. Start to take slower, deeper breaths. And take a few moments to notice how you're feeling. And name it. Like I'm feeling sad, or I'm feeling stressed, or I'm feeling grateful. And without needing to explain, without acknowledge it and acknowledge how you're feeling, you don't have to do anything about it. You can just sit and breathe. You can also take notice of how this feeling actually feels in your body. Maybe you notice tension in your neck or your back. Or you can dive deeper, not necessarily looking to fix things, but bring yourself back to the present moment and ask yourself, what do you know to be true right now? Most of the time, our stresses come from thinking about the past or thinking about the future. Neither of these things can be changed or you can't do anything about them right now. Neither of these things are present moments. So you can ask yourself, what do I know to be true right now? And you can list off those things. What I know to be true is, and you can list them. And you can gently open your eyes when you're ready. I can go on and on about this, but this is one way to sit and and kind of go through these emotions and maybe feel a little more safety in your silence. Um, and if if this is all too much, and you're like, "What is she talking about?" <laughs> you can just you could just sit and breathe and just focus on your breath, focus on your inhale and your exhale. Your inhale and your exhale. And this is a great way. To, to do that any day. You can do that any time of day. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I, I found, <laughs> you know, my mind wandered very quickly when you said, like, how do you feel? Mm. Like, oh my God. I don't, like, I feel a lot of things, right? <laughs> and then I yeah. was like, Oh, am I feeling a lot of things because I don't want to accept what I'm really feeling? And then it was just like ah, out of control. But, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, let me just focus on how my body's feeling. And I was mm. like, my legs are crossed. Oh, that's pulling on my low back. Then I'm like, I should uncross <laughs> my legs. <laughs> that's not logic to second share. <laughs> I know. So much, Jeez, so much happens. It's so much happens when I'm quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so when you did say name it and name it I decided okay I don't have a name I'm just going to relax and just be mm-hmm. quiet <laughs> see you can't yeah. it either 
Yeah, but I did I did feel um more relaxed and mm-hmm. it just um goes to show that you know when when you're having your really busy days, like you know, we're always going a mile a minute, you can just take if like two, three minutes, just sit at your desk, maybe that close your eyes or even use your hands to cover your eyes, you know, sort mm-hmm. of relax with your hands on top of your table and just stop just for a yeah. few minutes. I find yeah. that that actually rejuvenates me. Like I'm starting to do that a lot. I feel so much better, much calmer when I do that. So I love that. See, yeah, I love that the whole idea that as busy as you are in your day, you always have time to take a couple of minutes to do that, to make you feel, to calm you back down, to bring you back to a place where you're not feeling so anxious and so rushed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's important. So, Christiana, meditation is so good for you. Absolutely, it is. <laughs> There's actually a lot of scientific evidence that supports the numerous benefits of meditation. And this, you know, includes relief from chronic illness, lowering blood pressure, reduction in anxiety decreasing pain, easing of symptoms of depression, and even improved sleep. So like, (laughs) yeah, right? That's amazing. I mean, with that list of benefits, why wouldn't anyone try working meditation into their lives? Yeah, it's just something that people really sometimes don't think about. You know, meditation is not the first thing on your mind. And also, I think we are sort of demystifying meditation in this episode of this podcast, because when you hear meditation, it sounds heavy. Like, see, I know I used to say the same thing. I can't quiet my mind. My mind is always, you know, so active. But when you realize that it's something that, you can really break down and that some of us actually practice meditation already without knowing it, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. And also just looking at the the dissimilarities between prayers and meditation, mindfulness is so good for us and it's so easy to do. And also I think a lot of us actually practice uh, a modified form of loving uh, kindness meditation. So I think that would be what we call intercessory prayers, right? Because Mm -hmm. when you pray, you don't only pray for yourself, you're praying for other people, which is the same thing that the person that is practicing loving kindness meditation does. Because after, Mm -hmm. you know, invoking those feelings for themselves, they start to send them out. So Mm -hmm. um, Swati, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us again. (laughs) And we benefited a lot from your experiences and knowledge. And Thank you so, so much. You're welcome. So as we me- mentioned at the beginning of this episode and from the previous Yoga for Pelvic Health, this is Swati's uh, sp- specialty. So please, Swati, let our listeners know how they can reach you in case we've triggered some interest. Okay, sure. Thank you so much for having me on again. It's such a pleasure speaking with the two of you. Um, you can check out my website at um, www.yogawithswati.com or email me at connect at yogawithswati.com. And I'm on Instagram as well, at yogawithswati. 
Thanks again for this interesting conversation. And I truly hope that one or two of our listeners will have one or two takeaways from this. And it will also help in the journey towards staying forever young, which is always the goal. So whatever we're talking about, (laughs) pulling, how that can make you, because if you are relaxed, you won't age prematurely. <laughs> when, right. when you're in a good, you know, peaceful place, right? So because stress mm. is number one killer. So please do take time out of your day, whether you are busy, even if it's a walk, even if, like I said, just sitting at your table, cooking, cleaning, whatever you do, take time to be mindful and present. And I think that would really go a long way to helping you. So I am Christiana Eggy. And I'm Sherry Marie Chu. See you next time on Forever Young. Until then, keep smiling because you're never too old to become younger. The Forever Young podcast is created and produced by Christiana Eggy and Sherry Marie Chu. And it is produced and engineered by Elise Hill. The podcast represents our opinions and those of our guests. The content should not be taken as medical advice. It is for informational purposes only. And because each person is so unique, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Special thanks to the Ella Accelerator for bringing Christiana and Sherry together. If you like the show, please tell your friends and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. New episodes are available every other Wednesday. Have questions? Email us at ourforeveryoungpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram and Facebook under Our Forever Young Podcast. Thank you for listening.